Hello and hey welcome to another episode of Sahur Bites. <laughs> we watch shit so you don't have to. So we've gotten to the point of the story for me where none of the ends justify any of the means. So let's keep that in mind. <laughs> As I mean I don't know how you guys feel. No, no, I agree. That's how I'm feeling. I feel like everyone is a horrible human being and I'm just kind of waiting to see if justice will be served. Except for Pereira? Uh Salsabil is not a horrible human being. Oh yeah, that's true. She's just stupid for staying. Yeah. But also she's Muslim. She's Muslim. You know what? She brought up something really interesting. We'll just we'll just start with this. She brought up something quite interesting last episode where she was talking about like she kind of talked about like, the trauma from jeel to jeel and how we carry half of it with us. Did any of you pick up on this? When did she I say see that? No. no. No, in the hospital. So she was talking about oh, how like... Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember so, that. So, and then basically her whole thing was like, you know, I was told to like devote my life to this man and in turn, he would devote himself to me. And clearly this is not what's happening as we discover that he has an illegitimate... child. <laughs> I hate that term. It's okay. It is what it I is. I was going to say illegitimate child. As the girl likes to call herself, she's a drunk baby, which <laughs> got me laughing so hard. Am I just a drunk baby? First of all, honey, you are not a drunk. You are a result of two drunk people, apparently. Well, well we don't know. Allegedly. She called them drunk. Yeah, she said, said, were you drunk? And was he also drunk? So He knew about the baby. Oh, I'm sorry. The drunk part. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So wait. So if the woman was drunk and the man wasn't, that's even better? Because in my books, that's a rape. <laughs> no, I'm saying that we don't know that either of them were drunk. Okay, that's not the point. Can we focus on the accent? Can we oh, focus on accent, this American yes. girl who's not American at all? Whose mom, for some reason, storyline is that she's a degenerate drunk who's always with dudes. Again, I haven't been gone for like... Five minutes and Tommy's home or Steve or Tim. 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 <laughs> so Tim. basically, we find out that while in college, Nizar had an illegitimate child with an American woman and was dating. And he knew about her this whole time. Yeah. And the worst part is he knew about her. So she's come to kind of reclaim her family because her mom is apparently a degenerate. So she's here. Um, shocking, shocking news. This blonde girl shows up with her cross um to this you know super fundamentalist but why is she dressed like that why is she dressed like she's going to the desert because she said i've come i've come to the desert all the way 15 hours we can locate her in the states it looked really weird and it wasn't that it was like not modest or it was just strange it was like she's going on a safari or something like the wild thornberries <laughs> oh, my. oh my god yes she was sent, she was like, you sent me all the way to the desert for this man who won't even look at me. Oh my God, Nazad. Like, I thought I couldn't hate him anymore. And with every episode, I hate him even more and more. But just because of like all the stereotypes he engenders, like specifically that whole, you know. And he just wants to like give her some money and uh, to make her go away. Basically. Yeah, he tried to bribe her basically with child support. Which she's entitled to. There's also that whole you know, stereotype in society that it's okay. It's not okay, but it's known that a lot of guys will just go off during their college years, have their fun with these foreign women, and then come back and look for, you know, a good Muslim girl. Or three. And no, yeah, Jama'a. No, yeah, Jama'a. None of that. Or three, yes, exactly. 
Oh, Nazar. And and also, I think one of the interesting things from that scene, also Salisabil, who always breaks my heart, is the idea of like, you know, is your mom also white and blonde and blue hair? You know, that obsession, the color, the colorism. Oh, yeah. She asked that. She was like, is she pretty like you? This obsession with whiteness, which is, oh, my God. Salisabil, Jamila. I don't think it's like an obsession with whiteness. I think it is insecurity and, you know, lack of self-confidence. Because she's beautiful. Not her obsession with whiteness. Society's obsession with whiteness. Like, the society's obsession with wahda beidha, wahda hilwa. Like, that's, you know, growing up even, that was a thing. Like, you had to be light-skinned culturally in our, unfortunately, even though I think Arab women are gorgeous. I think something that we still have is that idea of, like, wahda tkun beidha, shagra, whatever. And, like, that that makes her attractive automatically. I I think we're in the process of outgrowing, but I don't think our society has fully outgrown that. No, yet. I mean, look at the cast. No, no, no. But they used to, in the old shows, they used to all dye their hairs. So basically, we find out this girl doesn't want his money. She just wants family, you know, and they bring her into the family kind of awkwardly. Well, no, no, they don't. Salsavir basically adopts her. Yeah, Salsavir's like, come with me. Because I feel like she knows deep down. That and even she says it like when they have her over. Yeah, for when they're having the little fa- their 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 sister wives little uh, uh, conference in the kitchen. Her and uh, what's her name? Ghazwa. Ghazwa. They're like, oh no, yeah. what if she leaves? And he's like, she's not going to leave. She's staying longer. She has no family to go back to. And I'm like, Sensafin, you cannot use this random American teenager. Like, I can't spot her accent. It's definitely not American. What you her, called her a non-American American, non-American <laughs> American. But she's trying to use. They're trying to use her to basically tone Nizar down in ways that they don't know how to, or like they haven't figured out how to. Yeah, I'm a pacifist, like completely and totally a pacifist. But I just wish someone would beat the crap out of him. We're just, you know, just side note. That's what he needs. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I agree with Fatma, but toning him down isn't, I think it was like a curveball because this is the greatest threat to his, you know, election. Political, yeah, his political yeah. career. Uh, is that the greatest threat to his election or is what right I think what is happening with Zahir? The greatest threat to his election. I mean, you get, you get on, on both fronts. We're going to get to that. But I mean, I think Fatma's not done. No, it's okay. We can be done. All I want to say, though, is I really want to point this out. <laughs> and another <laughs> thing. And another thing. Because, like, it really bothers me when people use our beautiful religion for evil ends. <laughs> so it's just like, have you not read the Quran and all of the all of the verses about hypocrites, like hypocrites and hypoc- uh, hypocrisy? Like, his whole life is a giant hypocrisy. <laughs> hypocritical. Hypocritical. <laughs> Anyways, no, but we can move on to Zuhair, which is an interesting. So what's happening with Zuhair, Yazir? So based on Lubna overhearing children in a school bathroom saying that Zuhair may be gay, but we don't say gay, um, that she has gotten him blackmailed. Uh, and arrested by the police. Yeah, the most recent episode, he gets arrested. But basically, as we mentioned last time, he was being blackmailed by that kid that he was trying to help and Jafar. Yeah. Yes. So Jaf- Jafar and the dude who 
beat up his stepdad. Yeah. Stabbed, no, stabbed, stabbed. stabbed his stepdad or dad? Stepdad. His stepdad. stepdad yeah. okay. He did a good thing, kind of. He was protecting oh. his mother, but yeah, whatever. Hada Jazak and Hada Jazak Zuhair, apparently. So and, they implanted pictures yeah. uh, in uh, Zuhair's car. Okay, so Jafar showed up to the car. Well, that sounds Jafar. <laughs> Jafar showed up to the car <laughs> and then called Libna and she unlocked the car. But what was the reason? He said, I'm going to put uh, speakers or headphones or whatever, um, some whatever recording device is the word I was looking for. I'm going to put a recording <laughs> device in the car so you could overhear. <laughs> Not speakers. <laughs> Not speakers. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's gonna put he speakers. Just starts, he just starts playing wham to try to catch him off guard. Wait, Pimp up my ride. Where is Ice Cube? Was it Ice Cube who used to do it? No, Ice T. No, I'm saying so, Mister Pimp My Ride. <laughs> my carpet instead plants pictures of yes shady photoshopped pictures of Zuhair with men of the dude of the uh, stepped out stabber he said that because the, their excuse was that oh he uh, he like harassed me he took pictures of me he whatever that's why they were in the cop car as well so the intro so what happens by the end of the few episodes that we just watched is Lubna finally believes that Zuhair is innocent, but it's just too little too late. A little too no, late. Wait, wait. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, wait, wait. Can we go back to the cake? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he gets, he also gets sent a cake that has a Photoshop picture, picture of him um, in a dress. And then Lubna, like, eats all of it. He's like, I ate all of your shame. And I wanted to be like, mm. I mean, I, there's a lot going on here. I don't want to make jokes because she's bulimic. <laughs> he's, he's being... Listen, I think... Okay, so we were having this discussion while we were watching, but which is worse? I don't think it's a which is worse. I don't... The thing is, I don't want to say which is worse because I think everyone... Like I said at the beginning, everyone's kind of guilty. He's not a very nice guy either, but I think it brings up a really interesting conversation about Rayal and toxic masculinity. And I think from our perspective because a man can still be sweet and nice like it doesn't make him less of, of a man, course not right? that's this issue like i really want to fully like reinforce this that like the i think the male stereotypes that we have are quite negative and that's why when he's like oh am, am i a man now and he goes and he like breaks a bunch of uh what is it watermelons goes on a rampage he's like do you like me now like basically saying violence you know do you want him to be violent and irrational and it's like no we don't want any of that and yes men don't have to like football men don't have to you know want to have these traits or you know she always is like why aren't you jealous of me and he's like why would I be jealous you know like men don't have to be angry and jealous so I completely agree with that sentiment in the show I think yeah. it says a lot about what we you know how what we consider uh like rayal or like what is quote-unquote effeminate behavior so I think that makes us even rethink our understanding I think from yeah. that perspective the show's very very progressive but at the same time you know you need to have a gray area you can't just have like all the way on one end all the way on the other and I think like I know I know you feel that he's more wronged in the situation and I think because I think no I'll tell you why because just talk about it you know if you have an issue talk about it 
go روحي اشتكي تكلمين don't suffer in silence right? no I think she's wrong for how she behaved completely I just don't think yeah but I mean even even for the the abuse right but she would tell him and he was he he would basically you know make fun of her looks like she has belief but she wouldn't she wouldn't tell him like why are you saying this shit to me why are you had that all she would say is why aren't you jealous you know what I mean like yes I even when uh, when he filmed her while she was like having dinner after the wedding, like her response was to beat him with a cab. I think I don't know. Maybe I'm just filling in uh, blanks. But I feel like I mean, if someone just, filmed you know, me in my PJs. On also, you have to think from her perspective. She's like, you know, bnaya in a mujtama Arabi. So like, it's bad for her. غلط اللي هو سواه. But talk about it like differently like yeah, yeah, no. you know and then talk about it and say bring uh, mama murderer and no no keep mama murderer far away and say them keep mama murderer far away i feel like she's the cause of right <laughs> but, but yes you saying this obviously if everyone had healthy conversations with each other we wouldn't be in this dramatic show uh, we wouldn't. We wouldn't be in this situation. We wouldn't be this entertained. We wouldn't be this entertained because almost everyone's problems, except for Nazar, because he's just psychotic. Everyone else's problems could probably <laughs> be solved via conversation. And actually, Shaheen and Qutayb and Maan, it's just divorce. What did I call him? Qutayb, Qutayba, and Shaheen. Qutayb. Qutayb. He doesn't deserve a full name because he doesn't have a full personality. Sorry, I know I keep saying but that. But that's the thing. Like, so the thing with like Zahir, like I thought, I agree. So I think it was a very good discussion about stereotyping and people's conceptions of what it means to be a straight man. Because even us, when he first showed up, what was our first reaction? We're like, oh, he's probably going to turn out to be closeted. You know, like we fell into that stereotype. Yeah. So I think it brought up, yeah, I thought I thought it was very interesting to be like, oh, wait, no. We were all wrong. Yeah, including his wife. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And I, I, but I, I, I would love to see, like, not just you know, like I said, in extremes. I would love to see more depictions of kind-hearted, sweet men. Like, I think that's very much missing. I think Qutayba kind of shows it at certain points, but then his whole life decisions seem to be like the worst. <laughs> he has no idea what he's doing. He's the worst. Honestly, him and Shaheen, they are I don't know. As you said, they have they have no personalities. So So uh, they're basically go ahead. Yeah, no an update on uh, the Shaheen situation. So Faye has brain surgery, guys. Let's let's all like take a moment to appreciate. She has brain surgery, and they told them a lot of you know a lot of the potential side effects. Some of them include like memory loss, blindness, uh, like loss of motor skills. Like maybe there's a lot of like a lot of very serious things. But alhamdulillah, it's goom from the brains i keep saying this because of everyone's reaction and so she she's having these moments of like she remembers and then she'll forget she'll kind of go back to a time before she broke up with qutayba so she goes from like oh shaheen is my husband to oh no qutayba is my husband now everyone's reaction to Faye. and does anyone want to take this because please 
Jojo, what was Shaheen's reaction? Uh, he was—he just flipped the shit. Like it was all about him and his pain and his heartbreak. And I want my wife. You know, it was just so dramatic. And again, this is a wife who just woke up from brain surgery. Brain surgery, which we I. I have a feeling that the reason that she had to get this brain surgery is from the Pinkberry accident. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I think so too, from Shaheen's accident. Yeah, because no one would have been able to walk out, like walk walk away from that car crash without a concussion. Without some kind of brain damage. And the only reason that you got into that car crash is because you guys had secretly gotten married and were hiding it from everyone and were like, I, you know, not paying, was it, they were not paying attention to the road or Qutayba uh, was calling or something and they freaked out. Like, yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was going to continue on to the slaps that happened. All of the slaps oh, yeah. that Shaheen received, I am I'm very happy that I finally got to witness all the slapping, <laughs> and that their kids, Qutayba's kids, are f-ing traumatized. Like, what the hell is going on? Why? We thought everyone needed therapy before. Now they need extra therapy. Why is it okay for them to have the these types of conversations? in front of the children and yeah, slapping the shit out of each other in yeah, front of so the kids. Yeah, so imagine watching your uncle beat the shit out of your dad and yell about Actually, how your no, it mom... Was, it, was, it was the opposite. Oh, the other way around. Sorry, your dad beat the shit out of your uncle while your uncle's yelling about how your mom is having issues and that she needs help and then she needs, she's been demanding to see him and the children that she doesn't remember and there's everything's wrong and the children, they're like, what's wrong with mama? What's wrong with mama? While Baba is like slapping and punching uh, uncle. <laughs> and then the uncle turns around and says shit to ruin his brother's marriage. Yeah, and then Shaheen gets really petty and he's like, yeah, you like never even wanted Fatima. Fatima's sitting there like shocked. First of all, girl, you really got yourself into a situation like that you shouldn't have gone into. Like when Bidaya, like you had so many chances to leave. So now you're here, you're stuck, okay? And tea part of the Majmura. Oh, she's pregnant. And she's, yeah, she's pregnant. pregnant. Yes. With twins. Mabruk. And she overheard Qutayba yes. suggest to his mom that she get an abortion. Like these guys, why? Let me tell you why. Because... <laughs> If she has her own babies, she won't have time to take care of his other two kids. Like what? Like what the? F- like if we talk about entitled Seriously. pieces of shit sons, yeah. Let me. For the record, when I talk about useless men, I just want you guys to know this is not the, the general public. I mean, there are useless men and women in the general public. We all know them. Thank you very much. But this is specifically. <laughs> these six boys like i don't know how i don't like mama you did such an amazing job (laughs) so fatima yeah no so fatima when after she overhears this conversation she decides to take matters into her own hands and punch her stomach and jump down every step of that hospital she was like, no baby, no baby, no baby. And then we think, punch, And punch, we're like, oh my punch. God, she's taking a stand. She's going to leave the psychotic family. 
No, no, no. Plot <laughs> twist. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> she's running away with an empty suitcase and then she turns around. She's like, I'm like, you try to abort your, like, I, I can't. Like, y'all need to talk about this, but later because there's so much other things yeah. happening. So that's their situation. The awkward situation is that Faye, Halilha, again, didn't get a fun storyline. She wakes up one second and she's like, Shaheen, my love. And then she closes her eyes, wakes up again. Whatever, my love. You know, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. Well, they wanted to bring amnesia into the storyline. So they brought amnesia in a fun way. But it's like, you know, alternate amnesia. I feel like they have a checklist that they're working through and quickly, like towards... We didn't get um, uh, Secret Twins. We did get Secret Twins. No. In, in the telenovelas and soap operas, there's always like Secret Evil Twin. No, no, the secret evil twin, that's a storyline. <laughs> that's for season two. That's for season two. Unless we consider the Ragasa the secret evil twin because, you know, that was the same actor as her mother. Question. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. So how did Karima know about all of this if her mother died in childbirth? Yes. So now let's move on to Karima and Mama Ablas. I'm going to group them together. So as Johara mentioned last episode, she's uh, Karima is parasiting the family. She's uh, replacing everything with her own help. Uh, somehow this has extended to the hospital. So the hospital staff are also on Karima's pay. For one street rat dancer, she's very well connected in Kuwait. Like, <laughs> damn. For, so her mom dies during childbirth. Uh, we found out, I don't know if we discussed this last time, but uh, Mama Abla promised Karima's mom that if they say that the death of the father was self-defense, like that Karima's mother was, uh, he tried to yatidi um, alayha and it was in self-defense, she'll stand with her in court and defend her. Uh, Mama Abla lied. Mama Abla did mm-hmm. not defend this poor woman. Nope. This woman ends up dying during childbirth in prison. Um... That's all what we know from the flashback. And forward to Karima taking over her life. So she's uh, managed to uh, get a hold of Pereira. Pereira is now on Karima's side because she helped get Innocent Raju out of jail. Yeah. Um, which which leads me to another thing. Like, Mama Abla, if Pereira and her kids have been working with you for like over 30 years, you flipped Aleha. In one second, like you have no trust. Also, like you deserve what you get. As Pereira said, she's like, my whole life I've been raising their children and blah, 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 blah. And she won't even pick up the phone. I called her 50 times. But they were so quick to throw him under the bus. Like if this guy's never done anything wrong, this family's never wronged you. They literally live in your house. They have the keys to everything in your house. Like Pereira said, you know, I've never robbed her. I've never touched anyone's jewelry. Like my whole family's been here. Like, after one incident, like, they didn't even wait to hear what happened. They were just like, yes, he's a drug dealer. Get rid of him. But, like, did they, did she not think that it was suspicious? That, one, like, this woman comes into your home and suddenly everything is right? getting, right? you know, That's what, You invited a stranger into your house so you could take their kidney. I mean, <laughs> their liver. Not their liver. <laughs> different yeah, different shows. <laughs> Um, so you could take her liver your life falls apart and the first person you blame is poor Raju like anyways so Krema is evil um, you know plan is working so well that we've moved from 
the help to the house, to the hospital staff. She has them interfering in uh, Mama Abla's surgeries now. So it seems like Mama Abla's messed up surgeries. So one major thing that happened was there were two women that she was supposed to operate on. One of them was getting like a hysterectomy, right? Mm -hmm. And the other one was getting IVF. And um, uh, Karima's accomplice switched the two. Yeah. What she said was, and that's how, like, they're going to take away her livelihood. I was going to say, at the same time, they're giving her, like, basically, they're making it so it seems that she's, like, slowly suffering from, like, Alzheimer's or that the medication for, like, the... Uh, the liver issues that she's having is affecting her like memory. They have a drug that they're putting into her medicine that she needs to take for her uh, liver issue. And um, they're saying that it's a potential side effect. They're going to make her believe that, you know, she's losing her mind. She's forgetting where she's left things. She's forgetting um, just basic stuff. When in reality, Krema's having the whole housekeeping staff rearrange her closet like every day so she doesn't know where anything is and makes her feel like she's losing her mind so that's what's happening with mama murderer as i'm calling her right now so my issue my issue with the whole dancer like like girl get your revenge get like your due whatever your mom was thrown under the bus your mom should not have been sleeping with a married man but your mom you know whatever people do stupid shit but like get your revenge but how many people that innocent people that she's hurting in the process that's what my issue is like listen I, like, nobody cares about repercussions or other people in the show everyone's very selfish like these poor women like yes. if brain surgery isn't going to make you feel a little <laughs> bit for them what do you feel like also again how did she know about mama Abdel to begin with if her mother died during childbirth who told her the dad's dead we haven't gotten to that flashback yet Okay, there's a flashback waiting for us that was going to explain everything. With that, with that in mind, um, we have two. We have two little situations left. We have Man and Nof, and we have Anas and Russia. Mm. Any takers? Yes. Go yes. for yes, it. Yes, Man and Nof. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. So. You can clearly see that the, they're both, you know, that he's now super jealous and she's trying to make him jealous by going over to the other guy, the husband of man's uh, well, ex-husband. I mean, she's dead, clearly, right? I don't know. Yeah, at, at this, this point, point. Oh, now you guys believe that me and she's think dead? So. Did anyone see a death certificate? I, I think so. Because okay. just nobody's talking about this woman. This um, poor woman who like slit her wrists. Come on, guys. Or got shot. Did, or I both. Know, she slit her. Wait, wait. So she slit her wrists. And maybe got shot. By yeah. When he said. Okay, no, no, no. I'm getting ahead of no, go, so you're, you're getting sidetracked. Go, go, go. Oh, my God. Okay. He's so mad about it. <laughs> so I heard that there is this fight on a, on the episode and I was super excited and you know <laughs> pump me up for this and guess what guys there's a kung fu cake that happens <laughs> but it's a it's, small kung fu cake it's more like it's more like someone lifted their leg and flicked it in the wrong direction <laughs> it was more like he jumped down like three steps on the stairs i was expecting some you know, kind of martial arts. 
I was just happy someone defended a woman for, in a like Khaliji show for once. Like, so basically, man comes. So, Nof goes to this guy's house. I don't know his name. Does he have a name? Mohsen. <laughs> so I forgot all the names. And she called, man calls, and he's like, oh, so you've gone to see the children? And she's like, no, I haven't gone to see the children. And he's like, what? No. He's like going crazy. I'm like, okay, man, what is this? He gets to the house because the house is right behind his own house, so he doesn't have to go far. <laughs> he runs in. He's like, he's like, what have you done? Tell me the truth. Because he's so worried that something happened between his wife and Mohsen. I mean, that's, that's like his biggest worry at this point. And he's like, I will bury you now. He comes in with like his tiny self. And he's like, I will, but Finch. And then, and then Mohsen comes in as like the unlikely hero. And he's like, no. Gives him a little kick in the knee or whatever the hell it was. Starts beating him. Okay. And yeah, that's what happened. And then we get to the house. We get to the house. She's acting totally cold. Nof is like, you want to go to the movies? And he's like, tell me what's happened between the two of you. And she's like, oh, sweetheart, are you, are you feeling some type of way? There's an eight o'clock showing. Would you like to come with me? He's like, tell me. He's like, Aslan, I know nothing happened. I know nothing happened. And she, I feel like I'm being a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like she's him, so she's giving him a taste of his own medicine. Yeah, Basically. she says that. She was like, how does it feel to f- feel like betrayed or unsure or like chick feed the person who was supposed to be the closest to you? And then he freaks out and slaps her. And then she was like, oh, no. Mother. So she starts beating him back because she was like anything but hitting me. Anything. Like, let thug, let thug. And I'm like, thank God in a Khaliji show again, we get two of these moments. I was so happy. So she's like, yeah. not that I, I, I don't think anyone should be slapping anyone. Again, sorry. I need to, my excitement needs a side note. She says after being like, woo. I need a side note. I don't think it's okay if a woman beats a man at all. And I definitely don't think it's okay if a man beats a woman. But she was standing up for herself. And that was the first time I've seen a woman in a Khaliji show get smacked and then smack back and then just be like, la. And that was very important because it's like you can have a conversation, but do, there's no need for it to become like violent. Physical. Physical. Yeah. Okay. And then Physical. fast forward. Physical. So she goes yeah. out. Yeah. And then, surprise, surprise, Mehsan is in his car and he offers to drop her off. And she says, okay, why not? Because now they're best friends. And when she's in the car... <laughs> while she's in the car he tells her that he did the dna test for the children to see if he's their father uh, the paternity test i forgot what's that called um so he he did the paternity <laughs> the test time. and guess what the children aren't his so he's basically like that must mean they're man's and he took everything from my life and now i will take everything from his life Starts Wah-ha. to speed, Wah-ha-ha. and I so guess they he, crash. Uh, yeah, so they end up in a hadith. North survives miraculously, um, and she finds a phone and she calls Russia, her BFF. <laughs> now, let's move on to Russia and, Russia and Enes. The most, the most like you know those two like you bought them their own sitcom. Okay, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Because Russia says the funniest things, right? And NS is the biggest dope. He's so derpy he's at this so, point. He's so oblivious. He's like, what? Why? What? What? But I'm not, 
you know, where does the ch- he doesn't know anything about his children. He doesn't know what grade they're in. He doesn't know what grade they're in. He doesn't know what school they're in. I mean, I'm surprised he even knows their names. Um, Also, we find out a lot of these kids are stupid, by the way. I don't blame them, though, considering their parents. But in one iconic scene, because we had to have a ship ship being thrown scene, uh, uh, Russia asks her daughter, Shu. um, And the girl looks at her like, and then she gets chipped chip to her face, rightfully so. And then again, guys, she chokes on like a pen cap. We are in a house of not just like regular doctors. We have surgeons. We have like a whole array. And these mofos can't even Heimlich, but they grab the girl screaming, running to the nearest emergency room. But why did we have to go to the emergency room? We had to go to the emergency room because that's where we find out that the the girl that. Um, Anas used Anas, to be in love yeah. with that uh, what, I keep forgetting her name that Russia oh, yeah. is pretending to be right actually mm-hmm. works as a doctor in that very same hospital bum, da, da, da. because again and, Kuwait is the size of yeah the size, yeah <laughs> that was still that was last year's theme yeah and she has a son well, that she's, I mean, you find oh, out yeah. that she's divorced and she has a son and his name is Enes. And Russia's there. Now, we've all discussed this. So we think Russia should not be catfishing her own husband, like entrapment, <laughs> not cool. But at not the cool. same time, if Enes is such a useless piece of shit just leave him or just like because i feel like she tried to talk to him because she does she has a lot of outbursts like mafi like we never go out we never do this we never like whatever and he's so like oblivious he's just oblivious mafi but he says and he's like flirting with this girl so from one point yes it's wrong what she's done this is not the right way to go about rekindling your love but at the same time bro why are you showing hubben hanan to your high school or college sweetheart like so i don't know how to feel about the both of them other than to say that i love russia and she yes. deserves better but <laughs> at the same time ns is just a derpy derp <laughs> like he is a derpy derp com- compared to his like psychotic brothers i guess he's not that bad although wait let's not forget the fact that he tried to like sell medicine didn't he try to scheme? oh yeah yeah he tried to sell medicine that had like really bad si- that had potentially bad side effects to get more money more money so that like marla stay coming to the hospital so like his judgment on life is quite skewed yeah russia girl you can do so much better that's what I wanted you to know. You can go out there, girl. Get your man. Honestly, um, we were discussing it yesterday. We think that Rasha and Selsabil are the best. They're the yeah. best. And they, you know, just they, need- they actually do a, a show together. Yeah, they need, their, they need a side show. What do they call it? Spin-off. You, you know, yes. Selsabil are always be like, astaghfirullah to everything that Rasha is doing. But Rasha will, you know, bring out a fun side of her. <laughs> they should go on a road trip. Uh, whoever is um, writing, directing, doing the show, can we get a Selsebil Russia spinoff? Yes. Thank you very it's much. It's our request, please. It's our request. Our gift. And, then, and um, we're really excited because our next episode will be the last one. So I hope you guys are watching the next few, the next few with us and uh, can't wait for all of this to get resolved or unresolved. Uh, somehow in the next six episodes? 
Although, by the way, I just, one last thought, I did find a new theme for the show, whereas before it was child abandonment. Uh, mm-hmm, the new mm-hmm. theme for the show from like about halfway through is uh, the audacity of men. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, murder. Meh. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> a, there, there was that original murder of the Ragasa to begin with. I wonder if we yeah, ever yeah. get back to that. We'll get back to that. Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Anyways, guys, stay safe. Enjoy your last few days of Ramadan. Get some extra prayers in there. Get some du'as for your favorite podcast hosts. Hopefully us. (laughs) Ciao. Bye. Bye. Did anyone see Mama Abla's outfit during the interrogation and the birthday with the belt around her neck? Just well, you know, no, that's that's part of the post-pandemic like look. It's called yeah, like it's suicidal look. Post dystopian. It's the it's I am losing time and don't know where I am look. It's like <laughs> I wore my belt around my neck because I have Alzheimer's look. <laughs> what is time? What is time? Happen? Happen. It happens though. So.